views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. It is so great to be connecting with all of you. For those of you that were here for the last show, uh, you're just kind of rolling into just an incredible conversation. I am so thrilled to have Dr. Glenna Rice joining me here today because we're talking about a topic that we we chatted about a little bit that the last show she and I did, um, but it is a topic that cannot go uh, pretty much any longer without expanding and that is include your body now what does that mean what does that mean what happens when we look at our bodies the way we talk to our bodies you know what is it that we do about that what is it that we do with our family our friends our children you know our significant others how do we look at each other and then most importantly what is it we do to ourselves And, you know, is it even possible, you know, to get a bathing suit out anymore for us us ladies without just rolling our eyes and going, oh, before we even before we even get the thing out of the drawer. But that's not the whole conversation. There is something that happens to us around this and it is fueled by the media It's even fueled now by some of the latest headlines uh, that have been out and about from our, you know, our current administration, you know, that uh, fat is a word that has never been politically correct and now is slamming the mainstream in a not so good way. So when you think about yourself, when you think about your children, when you think about your family, what is it about your body that you just don't want to include? Dr. Glenna Rice is joining me here today. Fabulous. She travels the world. Physical therapist, owner of Access Physical Therapy. She is also an Access Facilitator, Access Consciousness Facilitator. She teaches seminars, parenting, and she also introduces the amazing ability and potentiality of loving, knowing, and appreciating our bodies. And you're going to hear about that today. Dr. Glenna, great to have you. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. I'm glad to be on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that introduction. You were able to pull in <laughs> the administration. That was awesome. But the- 
<laughs> Think about it, though. I mean, for decades, yeah. you didn't hear anybody really in the public, including Oprah. Uh, maybe Rhonda Britton did a book said, do I look fat? or something like that. Do I look fat in this or something? That was her book. But other than that, that three-letter word has been literally ripped from our consciousness up until about a year or 18 months ago when we started to refer to people like that, fat people sitting on a couch. So can you imagine the subconscious or the conscious behavior now of people sucking that in and now judging themselves greater than they've ever done before? Yeah, it's pretty um, sad, pretty horrible. It's the words that have been said about bodies, women's yeah. bodies um, in particular by our... Um, yeah, and I want to ask say you your, yeah, your perspective on that because, you know, there's a line that's been crossed. And so for me, there's a healing that needs to happen around it. And I wanted to get your perspective on what you've been out into the world. You've been working with people. You've been out in the world day in, day out, helping people you know, not get, not bring the good fight, but stop the fight. What have you seen? Wow. Um, well, just, just on the topic today of including your body, one of the things about it that stops us is judgment of our body. Um, when, you're, when you're having judgments of your body, you can't have an awareness of your body. And one of the things that's probably the most important to include your body in anything you do is to have an awareness of it. And when those kind of words are being put out there and people buy into them as real, when they don't just say, oh, that's an interesting thing man is saying, it has nothing to do with me or my life. Um, you know, there's the whole other topic that we want our president talking that way. I absolutely do not. That doesn't work for me at all. But what he's saying that's insulting people, the insults are, you know, if we can just see interesting point of view, that he has that point of view and not have the point of view itself, not align and agree or resist and react but to know it does not work for you and it's not your point of view. And when you're that energy and you're not buying into the stuff and aligning and agreeing, fighting, fighting never works. You just have an awareness of it and know it doesn't work for you and you'll do whatever it takes to change it. And for your body, it's like whatever it will take to change it for you. Judging your body is fat. Um, judging your body is old, judging your body is weak. Any of the judgments we have of our body create more of those because your point of view creates your reality. But do we, whose reality do we want to buy into? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy into his reality. That's not my reality. I'm going to create a reality that works for me that's going to be greater and beyond his reality. I'm not going into that man's little box. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not from a resistance and reactions because it does not work for me. And people insulting no. bodies definitely doesn't work for me. Yeah. And we can't stop their insults. We can't, you know, tape their mouths up. People are going to be insulting people. That's one of the great things we do on this planet. And, you know, you know what to say. That's one of the things that's done. People insult bodies all the time. He's not yeah. the first one. Um, and those insults have to kind of just roll off you, roll through you. It's not, it's not your reality unless you make it that way. And the only way we can make it our reality is to buy into it or fight it. Exactly. When you fight it, you do the exact same thing as buying into it because you can't fight it if you haven't already bought it as true and real for you. So yeah. create your reality that works for you, and part of that can be what's it going to take to have a reality that doesn't have judgment in it for you. And then you'll be an inspiration for other people. 
Yeah, I mean, what you said is so important. You know, we think um, for ourselves, we, we stop back for a minute and, you know, we have this idea that we're really not getting plugged in. One, we're not getting plugged into the media. We're not getting plugged into the commercials. We're not getting plugged in to, you know, what we drink, what we eat, how we do it. We're, we believe we're not even getting plugged in if Oprah comes on and talks about, I've been eating pasta and I've still lost weight. But we are. We are getting <laughs> plugged in because we're now comparing, right? Yes. And we're trying to make what, what how her body changed something that we can do with our body and making somehow that's right. And bodies don't change that way. Every right. single body is actually really different. And all of the points, so I've talked to many, many colleagues, your point of view creates your reality. Your point of view creates it. So your points of views about your body are what created your body the way it is right now. And often they're from judgment. So if your, you know, quote unquote problem that you have with your body wasn't created in the same way as Oprah's was, Mm-hmm. then if you try to buy what changed her body, it's not going to work for your body because it wasn't created the same way. I mean, one of the things that access consciousness has is this amazing way to start to get to the point of creation without you even having to know exactly what they were because most of them are an energy you'll never have a cognitive awareness about. Right. Um, it's, already, always, it's always really fun when you get the cognitive awareness, but often we don't. And we can change those points of views and create something different by getting rid of the points of creation and the clearing statement we talked about um, yeah. that has been talked about is one of the ways to get to that. But also choices, yeah. you know, cho- choosing to, to change things um, from a awareness of what your body can tell you about, the, um, what your body can give you, the information of what those points of views were that may yeah. have created the problems you're having. Not you someone know, else's body. You know, it, Listen, Dr. Glenna, here is something fascinating. A friend of mine sent me an article that just came out, I think, two and three days ago. And, you know, I think the article is by uh, Dr. Betsy Smith. And and the article is called, Why is Emotional Abuse So Difficult to Recognize? And she goes on and talks about it. But she really talks about exactly you know, what you and I are talking about, you know, we cannot recognize it as well as if somebody walked up to us and gave us a black eye, right? Right. You know, or if a boss uh, cornered us and started to scream at us, we couldn't recognize it. But there are other reasons and things that happen. And nine times out of 10, what she's talking about is that there are things that are being said that we latch on to, right? There are things Mm -hmm. that are being done that we latch on to and don't have any tools, no tools in the toolbox to help us move beyond that. And that's what you're, you're here today to talk about. There are tools, but we have to recognize that we are in a battle with things first, right? Yeah. Um, the, oh, yeah, there's so many tools that can help with, you know, with so-called emotional mm-hmm. abuse, physical abuse, too. I mean, we yeah. just, people are creating that with their bodies also. Um, you know, car accidents can be a physical abuse and oh, yeah. um, getting punched in the face. We have tools for that. And emotional abuse, and one of the greatest tools, really the easiest tool for a lot of that is just this question, who does it belong to? Yeah. There's so many times when people are insulting you or accusing you of things or that meanness that they can have, 
Um, it's an awareness of them you're having, and then you think that's you. We're so psychically aware, so much more psychically aware than we ever acknowledge. I mean, most of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you feel in your body aren't yours. And when someone's being abusive to you, so often the person is receiving the abuse, I've worked with lots of them, um, the intensity of the emotional stuff can change if they just ask, is that mine or was that my abuser? So often they pick it up and because they don't have a tool or even the awareness at all that they can be picking up emotions and thoughts, feelings from the crazy people around them, they don't have a way out because you'll immediately start to put it into your own story and make that emotion that's not yours or the feeling that's not yours, um, yours by adding your own stories to it. And with abuse, there's a lot of story going on in all of that. So just asking, is that mine or someone else's, can lighten it up amazingly. A lot of the um, like sexual abuse that I've worked with, especially for when it, when it was done to someone who was young, um, the guilt and shame that the person often has with that kind of abuse is not theirs. It's the abuser's guilt and shame. Because usually the adult is pretty aware of what they're doing, and the child is often not have that kind of, you know, awareness from being older. So they don't, they just feel the energy of the, of the shame or the guilt and think that that's theirs. And the number of people that have um, had relief in their life and have been able to create their life just from that one tool and getting the awareness that it was never theirs is incredible. Um, it's happened over and over again. That, I know it is. And you, yeah. yeah. And, you know, here's what we're going to talk about. How does a comment in passing engage us? You know, what is it that we can be so mindful of in our day to ourselves? And what does judging our bodies really create? Really create that and much more with Dr. Glenna Rice. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic are you ready to start winning at the game of life Lynn Brown host of get into it winning at the game of life is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, Intuit.com.
Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving. Even in the face of adversity, say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformations Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Dr. Glenna Rice is in the house. And we're talking about the body today. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about what does judging your body create? But before we do, um, can you just give everybody an update on how they can get in touch with you, how they can actually work with you in person? And then also, you're doing a series creating with your body. So tell us all about that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited about this year's telecall. It's a full-year telecall that's been um, four parts and three calls. You can join any of the three parts, any of the three call parts, um, or the full year. GlennaRice.com slash QC for questionable conversations is how you can find information about that. Um, You can also go to DrGlennaRice.accessconsciousness.com to find a list of all of my upcoming classes, and you can link through my website at that. So GlennaRice.com is the easiest way to find everything about me. Um, and yeah, this call, it's, a, it's creating with your body. And it was inspired um, by a question I was asked in one of my three-day body classes. And it, I was almost flummoxed by the question because I had never been asked that. And it seems to be something that's really up. Other, um, there's been other blogs and things and access and people have been talking about this, including your body, creating with your body. And I was like, this is what I want to do my call. And I actually was not even sure I was going to do a call this year. I wasn't that inspired to do one until this person asked me questions. It was like that aha moment of, ooh, this is what I want to talk about. Um, so it's, it's the four parts are about um, awareness of your body, which is some of the stuff we're talking about today. Having an awareness of your body is one of the things really required to start including your body in the creation of your life, listening to your body, um, being grateful for your body, and having a great relationship with your body. You know, what if your body was your best friend? So those are the four areas um, we're going to be addressing and speaking to on the call. And I'm really excited. We had the first call. People can still join in. 
find it at glenrice.com slash QC. You would get the previous call and all the processing um, as an audio and a written processes if you signed up now from the first call. And it's once a month um, for the next year. Wow, I think it's exciting because I, I don't know that we have really um, uncovered the complete nature of how important this conversation is. And, you know, it really leads me to the question of, you know, what do, what is the effect here, Dr. Glenna? What is the effect on judging our body? What does it create? And let's just stay with the conversation about what we do to ourselves for the moment. Yeah. Well, if we talk to our best friend the way we talk to our body, they wouldn't be our friend for very long. If you went around looking at your friend and going, oh, my God, you're fat. Look at the rolls on your tummy. Where'd you get all those wrinkles? Your hair is getting thin. Um, you're terrible at doing this activity. You don't know how to cook. I don't know. The things that we say to our body and say about ourselves are not things that we could say to people and have any friends in our lives. So we aren't creating a great relationship with body. We're creating a very antagonistic relationship with our body with most of the judgments we have. And like I said, your points at your judgments um, create your body. The point of view creates your reality. Judgments are part of your point of view about your reality. And that's where your creation comes from. What if you created with your body from kindness, from generosity, from gratitude, and included it? You know, what's true is that your body is the one that, requires money, requires food, requires shelter, requires clothing. And how often do we even consider what our body enjoys or is asking for in any of those decisions or choices in our life? Where do we say, hey, body, where would you like to live? Yeah. We come up with all these ideas about where we would like to live based on, you know, finances, our job, and all these other things. But that would be part of including your body. And the thing is, when you include your body, your body actually wants to contribute to you. And the information it will give it give you will create more in your life, not less. Yeah. You know, we are, you and I were talking about this before, and I want to get back to it is there's a level of awareness that we can have, you know, a level of consciousness we can have about our lives, our bodies, and what's going on in the world. But the point that I think is so important today is if I am, if I am judging my body, and I believe absolutely what you just said, I'm not sure I even know where to begin to stop. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. okay, it's great intellectually, but you have some tools. Mm. Where do we where do we begin to stop judging our bodies? <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> could you feel that? Where do we begin? Yeah. You know, one of the things to do is to when you do judge your body, is just start to ask to start to ask what would it take for me to have an awareness of when I'm judging my body. Because some of us, judgment is just so normal. Getting rid of it, like you said, you can't see where it is because it just seems like a normal way to do. So you can start getting more information by just asking that question. Your body can show you. However, it shows you will be different for every single body. Um, Body, where am I judging you that I'm not acknowledging? Mm -hmm. And everything that doesn't allow you to have that, would you guys be willing to uncreate and destroy it all? We'll do that clearing statement. Yeah. Just say yes in your head. We're right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. That's going to help. And then when you catch yourself, it's a, it's a choice right then and there. It's a choice to change it. 
going, wow, this is a judgment. What else can I say? Is that actually true? Body, you know, let's say it's fat. Okay, body, um, is this working for us? Because maybe somewhere it is. And the judgment is keeping it in place. And then what's working about this? You can change that point of view. And then what would it take to change it? And your body can give you the information. So stopping to ju- stopping judging it is to acknowledge that you are, seeing where you are, and, being, and choosing to change that. And also to know when you start asking questions instead, like, wow, body, what great adventures can we have today? Body, how can you contribute to my life today? Body, what can you contribute to me changing this? Body, what do you want to look like? It's a great question to start asking your body what it would like to look like. Everyone who's ever asked it has the awareness is something much greater than what they're creating. And often people don't want to ask it because they think something horrible is going to show up if you have to listen to your body. That's always been a weird one, but people actually do think if they let their body tell them what it would like, they're going to be gluttonous, they're going to be extravagant, things are going to happen to them, they never expected, the body's just going to want to eat popcorn and, you know, cheese all day, and that's never what shows up. It, it's um, quite incredible how what, the, what our body can actually gift us if we include it in the conversation. Is that helpful, what you asked? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really is, because we're so really good. You know, I think part of what I think I'm saying, too, Glenna, is that we don't think we're including our body in the conversation to begin with, but we are, but in not such a great way. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, there are so many ways that we have literally rewired ourselves to think less of ourselves than we do some television commercial that's coming on to tell us what we should look like, what we should eat, and how we should show up in the world. Um, you know, it's fascinating uh, to really be be part of this. And I've shared this with you before. You know, the one thing I can say about my sister and her weight is nobody was going to tell her uh, in a way that influenced her how she was supposed to feel about herself, about her weight and about who she was. Because it never determined for her presence in the world, how she treated other people and how well loved she was. She loved herself. She loved her body at 450 pounds. And when she died, the people that lined up in Yonkers, New York, went, the line went miles and miles and miles. And I think that's what you're talking about. You're talking about transcending the rhetoric that we talk to ourselves about to get to a place which will open all the doors of joy for us in life. That's what I want to talk about when we come back. Dr. Glenna Rice in the house. I'm Dr. Pat. We will be right back. Women of Wisdom Conference, Remember Who You Are, Honoring Ourselves, We Heal the World, is this February 16th through the 20th. WOW is calling for women to gather. 
This is the time for women to step into our power, support each other, share our stories, empower our dreams, and build leaders for our community and the next generation of women. Join us for life-changing, intimate workshops on diverse topics such as music, dance, art, sexuality, relationships, healing, goddess wisdom, life purpose, and more. Join us and be witnessed, valued, and inspired to discover your purpose and share your stories. WOW is one of the longest-running women's spirituality conferences in the world. You can register for individual events or enjoy the whole weekend. This February 16th through the 20th, visit womenofwisdom.org. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 the earth is an ever-changing being goddess light shamanic healer brie gibbs guides us through the ascending worlds bringing forth knowledge and truth as a light creator she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution join brie as she shares messages from guides spirits ascended masters goddesses and others Tune in the second and fourth Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Thursdays, 1 p.m. Pacific, for Silver Gaia Radio. Have you wanted to make more money without working harder or more? Maybe you've tried new ways to bring in extra income without success. Hi, my name is Deb Acker, and in addition to being the host of Truth Talk Radio, I'm an intuitive life coach and energy healer. I clear energy blocks to all areas of life, including abundance. Did you know many times we have an invisible income ceiling? So no matter what we do, our income never goes up, or if our income does go up, we experience an unexpected expense that negates this. How much would it be worth to significantly increase your income or even have unexpected income show up? When I was in the corporate world, I used these techniques to increase my income by tens of thousands of dollars without changing my work routine. In fact, I worked even less, and I now help clients do the same. If this resonates for you and you're truly ready for abundance in your life, I'd love to gift you with my pattern identification session. Simply contact me on the contact page of my website, deborahacker.com. That's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. And let me know you heard about this gift through Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to connecting soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Dr. Glenna Rice is in the house. And for those of you that would like to find out more about her, you can go to GlennaRice.com. If you want to find out about her class schedule, you can go to DrGlennaRice.com. 
accessconsciousness.com. Um, you can find out where she's going to be, the workshop she's going to be doing. And then, Glenna, how do we? How do people know how to register for your your call series, creating your uh, with your body? They can register at the um, either of those two websites. Um, link that you gave out. TheGlennerize.com slash QC, there's a registration link right there on the page. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a lot of opportunities for people, you know, to get a new level of awareness about themselves, their lives. And, you know, this is really, for me, this is one of the more important studies, uh, more important conversations, I think, for women right now. Um, And there are many, many versions of it that come into play here. Uh, One of them is the subconscious aspect of what we say to our body, what we ask our body, uh, and uh, what we don't ask our body. So one thing, for example, is I was playing table tennis Saturday in a way that I hadn't played before. And, you know, in my mind, I would have a regiment of what I was going to eat and what I was going to eat. But when I asked my body what my body wanted to eat, it said bananas, bananas, bananas. And, (laughs) you know, I'm not a banana person. But my body was really clear. Nope, not pizza, not oranges, not coffee, bananas. And so in the interim that I was out there playing table tennis on Saturday, which was a really long day, I must have had about six bananas. Now, most people would be thinking, oh, my God, they're so fattening. Oh, they have so much sugar. But I'm telling you, Dr. Glenna, you couldn't tell my body that it didn't want them. <laughs> no, that's, I love that story. That's, that's, how, that's, that's listening to your body. And it can be that bizarre. The, the great thing that people have to get is when your body is asking for things, it's actually something that's required. And the sugar thing, the fat thing, None of that is a problem for your body. It's when we judge the food that creates those problems with our body. But when our body is actually asking for it and enjoying it, it's a gift to your body. And when you're gifting to your body, problems aren't created. You know, you don't get diabetes because you're gifting to your body. You get it for a whole bunch of other points of views and family histories and, you know, diagnosis things with the doctors. But you don't get it because you're actually gifting. When, that, when, when something's actually gifting, your body has that joyful energy when it's eating it, that's what you want to have all the time. I mean, I say in my classes all the time, have you guys ever been thirsty and drank a glass of water? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Like the pleasure that is when you're actually really thirsty and you drink a glass of water, how that feels, how you perceive that in your body is how everything should be. Like all the food we eat actually be that joyful. And what tends to happen is when you start eating from that is you eat a lot less. Because your body is satisfied and happy with a small amount of the stuff it really enjoys. Um, and then there's yeah. a whole other conversation about the cleaning your plate world that stops us from just having a little bit. Um, it's always a big part of my calls and my classes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of it is really looking at, you, you know, how to even pay attention. And I, I wanted to ask you about that because nine times out of ten, what we're doing is we're blocked from really knowing how to ask our body what it wants. But there are, there are yeah. many things that we can hear from that. How, first of all, what is that going to be, how is that going to benefit us? I mean, I shared a story about my body and clearly I'm telling you, I did need 
six bananas to get through that day and play and not go home at night and have cramps like I couldn't even imagine, right? But that was just me very simply, oh, you want a banana, eat the banana. Not the story of, well, if you eat that banana, that's like the no protein in the banana, full of sugar. I mean, my gosh, really. But I could have done that. <laughs> yeah, and that it's actually as simple as you're describing it. It really is that simple. Um, listening to your body and then acknowledging it and allowing it to, you know, listen to it and do what it's asking for. That's it's about as simple as it is. And when you do things that are greater, show up. And, and there was an article that Gary Douglas um published that people can find on my Facebook page if they're looking for it. Mm -hmm. And he says in it, he said, if you really want to create a greater world and a greater life, you have to do it with your body, not outside of your body, not in opposition to your body, but with your body. Because your body wants you to thrive. It's going to make choices that help you thrive. And that's like this huge missing piece in that. That's what you're going to get from it. These are not bad things. You're not going to get fat. You're not going to get terrible diseases. There's not going to be awful problems in your life when you have your you create with your body. Your body is going to help you create things that are greater for you and greater for the world. Um, so that's even interesting. <laughs> Just start asking your body. And it's as simple as, like, you can stand up in front of something you want to eat and or you're wondering if you want to eat it. Just out of curiosity. Hold that yeah. thing in front of you or put it out in the counter. Stand in front of it with your feet kind of close together, and say, body, do you want to eat that? And without a thought in your head, and you can have a thought, but don't make them too yeah. loud, your body will slightly move forward if it's a yes, and it'll move yeah. slightly backwards. Sometimes it's not more than slightly. Sometimes it's really loud, and it'll move backwards if it's a no. It's a kind of muscle testing, um, but it's really, really simple. And that's one of the um, homework or home play, I like to say, tools I give on my calls for people to, for everything they eat for a day, now go ahead and eat whatever you want, but just ask mm-hmm. if your body wants it or not. If you eat it, it's okay. We, we don't ask our body most of the time anyway. It won't die. Yeah. Um, but you can just be, you start to get an awareness of what your body actually likes or doesn't like. And it's really, for me, when I first did this tool, it was one of the funnest things. I'd ever done. And I was so surprised. And food started to, to be more fun. My body started getting leaner, um, more energy. You know, I'm not sick ever. And I yeah. eat a very strange diet and an amazing diet. Um, I eat what my body likes. In fact, I don't think that it's possible now for me to eat something my body wouldn't want. It wouldn't let me. Exactly. It would just close its mouth and go, what are you doing? You didn't ask me about this. Um, but it's a lot more fun. <laughs> I agree with you completely. I mean, you, you know, we have literally, um, real, uh, we have created so many obstacles to A, listening to our body, and B, then once we hear that, to actually act upon that. Because it's really not just one act, it's two things. One is hearing our body, asking our body listening to our body, and then acting to what the body wants. And that sounds so simple, and yet we don't do it. Um, And as a result of that, and I'm not just talking one or two people, I'm talking about a society where we have to learn these skills back. But my grandmother knew how to do that. 
You know what I mean? My grandmother, you know, she cooked that way. She never put anything on the plate and made us eat it if we didn't want it. And as a result, we always wanted what she cooked, right? But how about moving from food and talking about other things our body may want to ask us? You know, I said to Linda something interesting. She says, what the heck is it with you and table tennis? She didn't say it that way, but, you know, that's the way I heard it. And it's like, you know, I I mean, you, you know, we have a friend that plays all the time. And she says, well, is this like an addiction? And I said, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute. Now, am I going to think? And I said, you know, I cannot explain what happens to those of us that play sports. But for me, it happens mm-hmm. to be ping pong. And I said, something happens. My body loves it. And it's really odd, Dr. Glenna, because I can move in ways when I'm engaged in that, then I can't move, I can't do in other exercises. But it's hard to explain because people say, oh, okay, then if you're playing like that, then you should be able to walk with me for three miles. And maybe what you should be able to do is do this. And maybe what you should be able to do is do this. And I'm telling you, that ain't it for me. Well, this should when someone's telling you sh- you should do something, they're not in awareness right now, and they're telling you something. Yeah. They're not asking you, would your body like to walk three miles? <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> movement movement is one of the things our body loves. Our body loves it. You as an infinite being, without a body, don't have that available. It's something we get when we have a body. It's awesome. And when bodies love doing it and you allow them, the enjoyment you get from you, the enjoyment your body has, is one of the joys of this planet, of being alive. It's one of the great of embodiment and having a body and how often do we force our body to do things that it doesn't want to do like you like your body enjoys I can feel that just you talking about how much your body enjoys that and you can do it for hours that's one of the clues like I watched my daughter who's doing gymnastics trampoline she just got two gold medals in her last meet I'm very proud of her but she is ready for practice she goes to practice for two hours sweaty mess when she comes back home you know working her muscles for two hours and the next day she you know if it's a day off she gets out in the backyard and practices everything she was doing because her body loves it exactly she doesn't just go to practice she practices when she's not at practice because her body loves doing it so if your body is is i mean if you're if you like to go running and your body can just do that and it's joyful and it's not something you're forcing that's a kind of a clue in that it's something your body enjoys now when you go to addiction the easiest way to see if that's an addiction is to ask the truth. Is this something I enjoy or is it an addiction? And see which is lighter. So ask that question what? again and then we'll go to break. Is this something I enjoy? Or is it an addiction? Yeah. And you can have the lightness and we'll know what's true for you. What's lighter, what's light is true, what's heavy is a lie. And one of those yep. will be light, one of them will be heavy. The heavy one's the lie, the light one is true. And then you can start asking more questions. And, you know, this is really interesting because it does have to do, for those of you out there, if you're thinking about this, how many times do you put your body in situations and places that you don't want to be in? And Mm -hmm. what is it that we can learn? What is so right about my body? I am not getting. Interesting story. 
what happened when I played table tennis on Saturday and I decided that my body wanted to actually win? What happened? Did it respond? Did I respond? This is fun. We'll be right back. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Are you ready to start winning at the game of life? Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life, is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, intuit.com. Do you ever feel as if you're working twice as hard but only getting half as far? Are you trying to connect with your path in life and finding it elusive? Mainstream Metaphysics Radio is a weekly call-in show where we harness our connection with the universe and use what is in our power to affect change for optimal success and happiness. This hit show bridges the divide between what is and what we do not know. Eve, named one of the country's top psychics, also known as the MBA Psychic, invites you on this journey for this live call-in show with readings, featured guests, leaders, and visionaries in both business and spiritual callings. So join Eve Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com as she takes metaphysics mainstream. For more information about Eve, visit EliteTarot.com. That's EliteTarot.com. Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. everybody. This is really a call to action for all of you out there. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by Dr. Glenna Rice because, you know, this is the point in time where we look at 
what are we creating with our bodies? Are we creating joy? Are we creating fun? And I was just sharing a story with Glenna about this. You know, but what is so right about my body? I am not getting. And I, boy, I had that experience up close and personal. The other part of, the, of that is, you know, when I was had the mystery disease, as I used to call it, what was mm-hmm. it about that was so right about my body that I am not getting? Now, Glenna, that is an important question. How does that show up and how do you help people with that? Well, one of those, we talked about judgments, and thanks for bringing that question back in the mm-hmm. conversation because um, we talked about judgments and judging that your body is making your body wrong. And one of the ways, you know, how do you stop judging your body is to ask that question. What's so right about my body? I'm not getting. Don't look for an answer. You don't want to look for an answer. You want to look for awareness. What's so right about my body? I'm not getting. It's interesting. I was just driving um, to talk, talking about how your body will help you thrive. I was driving home from L.A. to San Francisco last weekend after class or early this week. And I was, as I, I'd like to drive very fast. It's fun for me and my body. And I ask lots of questions to know when there's police cars around and things like that. Um, so, and I have that kind of question out there, body and my car keep me safe while I'm driving. And I, I'm driving fast down the road and I'm doing something terrible and illegal in California. I'm actually on my phone <laughs> looking at the messages that came in, looking at the, I was like, it was, you know, on I-5, there weren't a lot of cars around. And I had this, thought come in my head, awareness, like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I was bored with my phone or something. It wasn't really that energy. It was just an energy. And I threw my phone down and I'm looking at the road going around a bend and traffic is starting to build up around me. And there's a stalled car in my, in the left-hand lane. And I'm doing like 80 over 80 in the road. And it's not that far away. And there's cars on the side of me. So to merge in is not, is a really tricky moment. Yeah. not get that car. And I knew, I was just like, when I when I got around the car, I, it's like I almost somehow smushed between cars to get into the right lane to avoid this car that was parked in the lane. And the man was standing outside of his car. And I was like, this person is insane. Someone is going to hit him. He's sticking his, you know, the back end of his car is halfway out into the middle of the fast lane. Um, and he was stalled. And I missed him. And I was like, wow, body. Thank you so much. That whole thing that I'd done, you know, a few a minute back was an awareness my body was giving me of something in the future I needed to be on for. And what a gift my body, what a gift my body is that it will do that. It'll take care of itself, take care of me. Um, and it was so obvious afterwards of what I had just created, how I listened to my body. But it was an instantaneous listening. And our bodies can do that for us all the time. This is where, you know, we're going to create a different planet. I just change the world by being aware of our body. What does your body know you never listen to? What does it know? Like, you know, if there's an earthquake coming or your plane is going to crash or any of these things we're in fear of, if we actually listen to our body, it will give us that information. Like our change, somehow we won't make that plane flight or our reservations will change or something, or we'll be out of town when the earthquake is there or, um, you know, if there's a tsunami, we're going to run up the hill with it. I mean, those are serious things, but those that's one of the really cool things our body can do, not just what we'd like to eat, but we can start with what, what body, what would you like to eat? And it's going to grow. And every time we acknowledge when our body contributes to it this way, we get more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is really, for me, 
um, learning this now. And, you know, sometimes this shows up just the way you described in a very unusual situation. But I think the point that you and I are making is we can be more aware of this. You know, I shared something interesting about the table tennis match I was playing on Saturday. Yeah. Where losing, 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 right? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I emotionally I was okay with that. But my body was not okay with that, you know, and I remember asking my, I I didn't do it the way you just did it, but I remember this sense that my body wanted to play better than that. And my mind was telling my body it couldn't. And somewhere along the way, something flipped for me and and I just said, you know, let's play really well. I am a really good player. Let's show up and play well. And I remember the mantra I started was, I'm the best player in the world. And all of a sudden, my body just responded to that. Now, you know, I, I didn't say my I'm the best player in the world, but I didn't even entertain it. But what happened thereafter changed the, the rest of the day. It just changed yeah. it. And, you know, I asked, did, did you give your body permission to play how it wanted to? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do it the way you said, but I did. My body wanted to play like uh, very offensively. I'm not a defensive player, and it wanted to play offensively, but I was playing defensively. So I was playing not to win the point. I was playing, I was not playing, I was playing not to lose the point. That's different than playing to win the point. And my body did not like that. My body did not like playing defensively. It's actually harder for me. But emotionally, yeah, it, it felt safer. And then it, then I changed it. Well, it gave, I mean, did it, did it give you the awareness of how it wanted to play? And then you were like, Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. And that's when, you know, when we give our bodies permission to know what they know, to move the way they want to move, to eat what they would like to eat, it turns out greater than we can imagine. All the time. And I do. I give my body permission to tell me what it would like. I give it permission to talk to me about, you know, I just give it permission to talk. And I make a demandment that I will hear and listen to what it has to say mm-hmm. and acknowledge it. And things like this show up. You play better. This is, like, I was talking about my daughter being a gymnast. And it's one of the things I, when she's having difficulty with something, I'm like, and I've done it with a lot of the, uh, in my practice, a lot of the dancers and other gymnasts that I've had. It gives your body permission to do this stunt, this event, this flip, the way it would like to do. And sometimes the next time they go run down that track and flip, it's exactly how they've been wanting to do it. They get out of their way and give their body permission. Yeah. Well, this is a great show because, you know, each of us can give our body, you know, get that level of awareness and do things differently than we not wanted to do before. You know, here's this is a ridiculous uh, story, but here's what happened. I need a new smartphone. Now, I have gone to the Verizon store like three times to get a new phone. I really do need one. And I showed up there the other day and Linda said to me, are you going to walk in here and walk out again? And I immediately felt defensive, like, no, I'm going to stay. But I'm telling you, I walked in, they took my name and the same thing happened. And my body said, I don't want to be here. And I turned to Linda and said, you know what? I'm going to give it five more minutes. And then I'm telling you, my body wants to leave. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I did. 
and in and so I'm going to try a different Verizon store that that for me, I don't want to have to wait three hours to get a new phone. Well, have, ask your body to show you what phone would work for it. Exactly, my body did, but you know, it was yeah. this mode of sitting there and waiting three hours to even talk to somebody, and I thought, oh right. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And what? And, and when is the time to get it? Would be the thing you can add. What when is the time to get it? Time? And you know what my body said? Not on a Sunday afternoon, Pat. <laughs> Dr. Glenna Rice, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. You know, talk with your body. Find out what it wants, and then take that step. We'll see you next time. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.